Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jaron Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. They all wear these uh, tracing bracelets, as we know. So the league is also looking at those right now in terms of who these people were interacting with with the Tennessee organization and also in Minnesota when they were there on Sunday. Now, the good news for Minnesota at this point right now is they did test negative for COVID-19. There were no positive tests. That test was taken yesterday, right? So they get the results today. They were tested again today, so we'll know more tomorrow. So they're not out of the, the you know, out of the clear just yet or in the clear just yet. Uh, but good news so far for Minnesota. But they were told that they also need to leave the facility. So right now they're being smart and safe. The league making sure they're being conservative here so this doesn't continue to become a bigger problem. That's Diana Rossini from ESPN on the Titans situation. Obviously a mini outbreak for the Titans. I don't know what classifies that outbreak. To me, like even three to eight people don't necessarily feel like an outbreak, but I yeah. think it would be probably in this situation classified as an outbreak. And the Titans uh, played Minnesota, so that's the Minnesota tie. The NFL is saying now that the Titans cannot come back into the building until Saturday. So they can't. They have to do everything virtually, everything outside the building, and then they play a game on Sunday, and the plan is still to play the game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So... Where does this go from here? We'll see how it impacts Minnesota, how it impacts uh, the Tennessee-Pittsburgh game on Sunday, how it impacts potential scheduling. But from the outside looking in, it's kind of like the NFL's like, hey, Tennessee, this is your problem to deal with. Mm -hmm. It ain't our problem. It's your problem. And I kind of feel that way. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it comes across to me. But at the same time, it gets Tennessee's problem okay. But let's be honest here. We're all under the same umbrella right now in terms of the NFL, right? Like every team's under the same umbrella. So – this is probably going to happen again. So it's good to get it out of the way right now and say, okay, if this it's happened, how do we proceed now? What is the plan? So if this does happen again, we can attack this even sooner. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. I think this will be a story that continues to develop, obviously, uh, from the NFL standpoint, because there's no official word they'll still play the game, but they're leaning that way is the report from Adam Schefter. Yeah. And I think the other side of it is how does Pittsburgh feel about playing the game and what are the – what does the testing look like over the next few days? Keep in mind, the NFL is testing on a daily basis. So there's there's a comfort level with the testing process that has gone on. And it took until this time. So it's two months into it from a camp and game standpoint to get to like this situation where you have multiple players on a team and staff members. Uh, this is the biggest outbreak we've seen. Players have been on the COVID-19 list. Players have had COVID-19, but it's been pretty small it's been isolated mm-hmm. and that player goes on the list and quarantines and all this all, all the, the rest of the stuff so this is the first situation of its kind that the nfl has had to deal with while well, we've seen other sports have to deal with it really for uh the last uh, handful of months and speaking of that stanley cup champs are the tampa bay lightning yeah Good for the Lightning, good for the fans uh, here in Florida. I I know there's a lot of Tampa Lightning fans just because why would you be a Florida Panthers fan? Because I don't even know they exist still. (laughs) And secondly, there's not a lot of other teams to root for. So it's like, okay, if you're a Lightning fan. Yeah, because the the Thrashers are gone. So in terms of hockey, you got the Lightning. I mean, really, where's the next closest one? Uh, Is it Carolina? Carolina? Yeah, it would be. Carolina's closer to Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, okay. You can't like anything in Nashville. 
not allowed here. Set aside the predators. I agree with that. So I would say, and again, like I said, I don't think there are, like, I don't know if there are Florida Panther fans in South Florida. Never met one. I'll be honest with you. I've never <laughs> met a Florida Panther fan. I met some Tampa Bay Lightning fans. Yeah. Never met a Florida Panther fan. I know a lot of fan. Lightning fans. Yeah. So the, um, the, the story there is hey, great for the Lightning. But the, yeah. the bigger story to me is the bubble worked. They, they finished the season. Mm-hmm. That was the whole intent. I think we have to take people back to the conversations of months ago. What are they going to do? Will they get to the finish line? How important it is to get to the finish line? Will these bubbles be effective? Well, the NBA has gotten more attention than the NHL bubble, but they proved that it was effective. I mean, the NBA bubble was effective to get to this point, and in the next two weeks, we'll have an NBA champion crowned. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is it as clear as day the bubbles worked? Like, really not a lot of negative impact from having the bubbles in these two sports. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm going to say again? It didn't work because the Lightning won, but it is what it is. Congrats to all you tens of Lightning fans fans out there. I can't wait to see the parade. Social distance, everybody. Um, did it work, though? It did work, right? Because we didn't have... Like, listen, for this to work, there can't be any like negative publicity um, or any kind of like panic that comes from it, right? And as far as I know, and I've watched a lot of the NHL playoffs, I didn't see any kind of panic. I didn't see any kind of team come down with COVID-19 where it's like, oh, well, now what do we do? Like, there was never that question of what do we do? Like, everything just went um, as smooth as possible, at least from what we saw. And I mean, behind the scenes, um, there was chaos, but the way they presented it, it was smooth sailing. So I think the bubble did work. I think in the NBA, even though you had guys go to hot wing joints, or it wasn't even a hot wing joint, it was more of a gentleman's club with a hot wing kitchen, <laughs> um, even though you had that going on, like for the most part, I think it's still coming up as you know some pretty great content. So the bubbles are working right now. Yeah, it's interesting because the NBA bubble is going to finish up, obviously, with the NBA Finals. That's a week and a half away, probably. And... Major League Baseball has kind of bubbled themselves off to a degree. They, they, they're more pods than bubbles, Yeah, the way they're running their playoffs. And they had some blowback. Miami Marlins obviously had theirs. St. Louis Cardinals had their stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that was not in bubble fashion. So Correct. at the time when that was happening, especially the Mar- Marlins, which, fantastic story, really, that it started a season where it looked like they had derailed the Major League Baseball season, potentially, yeah. and now they're in the postseason. Well, welcome to the playoffs, everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who figured that out? So, the yeah, and seemingly way ahead of schedule too for Derek Jeter's team and Don Mattingly's team. I mean, yeah. you can't even name three Marlins. Yeah. So uh, unless you've seen them play right here for the Jumbo Shrimp. There you go. But uh, this the the bubble concept obviously is proven to work. The question I have about it, I don't know if the pod concept is going to work as well or if it was longer term would work as well. It certainly minimizes things. I would think kind of like the bubble does, and. My next curiosity is, as we move ahead in 2021 with sports, NBA again, can they bubble for a whole length of a season? Mm -hmm. Will they be willing to do that? NHL again when that fires up. Uh, And the calendars will still be worked out, in my opinion, when that will happen. And I think specifically maybe to, like, college basketball. How are they going to... For to get the pie at the end of it, to get that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, which is March Madness, what lengths will like college basketball take to get to that pot of gold? Given the fact that this worked in the NBA, NHL, keep in mind they don't have colleges or the dollars. That, that you can't do it you as, as such that, a broad scale. Students as well, yeah, and you have a, this uh, exterior force, which is just students on campus and classes and all yeah. these other things. 
But how they might try to make it work will be interesting. The specifics are not out. It looks like we're going to have a college basketball season. Basically, they're saying we will find a way to have a college basketball season. Mm -hmm. But specifically, how they do it. If these pods work in Major League Baseball, that's another blueprint that maybe college basketball could use because that's more realistic could you pod certain conferences i mean you could make a pod out of a conference here in the and say the a sun or the acc yeah. or you know in different regions Listen, of the country so i think they're keeping a close eye even on how major league baseball runs this playoff so i think in terms of the ncaa like let's not mistake ourselves here they're going to have a tournament this year. Like, they absolutely have to have a tournament. Like, yeah. in order to save college basketball, that tournament in March is going to happen, whether you like it or not. Yeah, so it might be Drexel versus Liberty, but, yeah, I mean, but, I mean in the national happen. championship It's game. already a foregone conclusion. <laughs> I think what, and listen, I understand, you know, the whole student-athlete thing, like, they have to be a class, okay? You know, they got to get the class. Um, but you, you can do that online. There's other ways to, to make sure your studies um, are getting taken care of. So with that being said, I think what's going to happen with the NCAA in terms of the basketball tournament is kind of like the NHL did, where there's going to be, you know, the NHL had two cities, right, in Canada. Um, you know, East was on one side, West was on another side. I think with the NCAA tournament, you have four cities, and it's like one giant bubble, right? And so you have four cities, divide those teams up with, you know, the 64 or whatever, and then you go from there. And then as you progress, as you get farther in the tournament, then, you you know, that the team from one bubble can go to another bubble. Like, I don't see them switching towns all the time. Like, I, I see four centralized locations Bubbles, if you will, and you have to go by proximity in terms of where the schools are, and then as you narrow down the the field, then you just go to one of those bubbles for the championship. Yeah, I I, I just think, well, we we know what's going to happen. What it looks like, how it's executed, I think is still the mystery. I think I saw a report today, I think it was the ACC, maybe it was the Big Ten, that it they were going on a conference slate of like 22 games and then they said wow they're pretty unanimous now it's going to be a 20 game so all these things are being worked out um kind of in it's not really the 11th hour yet for college basketball but i do think now this blueprint of the bubbles at work for anything going forward especially in the early part of 2021 because i think this is still lingering into the early part of 2021 i don't see any major changes yeah. happening I, you agree with that i agree with that so they're going to take these blueprints of what NHL and NBA and now even Major League Baseball, because it's a little bit different, are doing. And, you know, listen, the NFL so far has worked. College football so far has it's been a mixed bag. It just depends. It's hard to say it's worked. Yeah. There's been a lot of cancellation of games, but they are still playing. They haven't canceled the season. So it has worked to some degree. And I think in terms of the regular season, like, listen, you kind of have to do a little hoping and praying here. Right. Because. Like, you're not going to quarantine the team for the regular season. At least I don't think. So, you know, you got to put trust on them and say you make the right decisions. You don't go to those parties. You just do what you're supposed to do. And you play the game of basketball, just like in, in football. But then I think the biggest change from what we're accustomed to seeing is obviously when you go through those, those, those conference championships or when you make your selections of who's going to the tournament, well, now it's got to be like, all right, we know who's going to the tournament. Now we have to quarantine for three or four weeks until everyone is sure that they don't have COVID because when we go to the bubbles, then we can't have the outbreak happen. So usually when we're accustomed to watching that selection show, next couple of days, the tournament starts. I think there's going to be a delay now between that selection show, mm. players getting quarantined, and then that bubble, you know, and all, all of those things like that. Yeah, fascinating sports landscape uh, continues. And with that, we have the most expanded playoff in Major League Baseball we've ever had. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if some of uh, – we're also wondering on this, and, and we said this back before sports fired back up. We had so many conversations about it. 
And I like kind of going back and seeing the conversation and seeing where we're at now, Mm -hmm. because quite frankly, a lot of people didn't think we'd get to this point where we saw the end of seasons and we see the start of football. And I always had hope that we would. uh, But even that came into question maybe by mid-July. But I think one of the things that we brought up and, and maybe my the most fascinating part of this whole pandemic as it relates to sports is what changes that are made because of the pandemic get carried into the future. And I wonder with Major League Baseball, because they have some specific ones. They have some interesting ones. They had the uh, 10th inning put the runner on second to determine uh, or break the ties or, you know, so the games don't go as long. Mm -hmm. Will that stick in the regular season like it did this year long term? I think it might. Uh, What about the DH in both leagues? I think there's a lot of people believe I think it might stick this was a trial on a 60 game season but i think it's going to stick what about the expanded playoffs will that stick well we're about to see if it's going to work but i think there's excitement now in more major league baseball cities here today than there have been usually today because they're in the postseason so my guess is it's going to stick yeah i'm excited right obviously if they didn't have that rule in place i'm Complaining because the Brewers didn't make it. But the Brewers beauty, are in right now. You know, just as much as the beauty of Major mm. League of, of your Brewers, say, getting in or the Cardinals getting in, or mm. was the fact that I think it was Saturday night leading into the Sunday games, there were like 44 different scenarios mm. of who could get in, who could play who. That's fun. Yeah. Right. We like that. Chaos. Yeah. We like the chaos of that. We like the fact that we can't figure it out, but we need a computer to kind of figure it out. Show us the model because my brain hurts looking at it. It's why we tune into the last week of the NFL season so closely, right? Because usually if a team wins, then you have to hope another team loses and all that stuff to make the playoffs. Like the last week of an NFL season, it's usually pretty exciting. Yeah. So uh, that being said, what do you think it we have a bunch of three-game series. Do you think we see a bunch of upsets in Major League Baseball, at least in terms of seeding? See, it's the Yankees are were built to be very good. Yeah. But the Yankees struggled because half their team was out and on injured reserve. Well, now they're back and a lot of them back, and now they've got their strength strong again. So if the Yankees are going to go plow through some people, not sure how much of an upset that is. Yeah. But I do think, given the nature of the sixty-game season. You could see a bunch of six seeds beat three seeds and fives over fours and the ones get bounced early. It might feel more like a hockey playoff. Yeah, you're not lying right now, right? As I'm watching the Chicago White Sox beat that Oakland Athletics three to nothing in the eighth, you know? Um, And that's a what? That's a two seven? I believe so. I think so, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and then uh, Astros Twins right now is tied up one one. Um, I think you could see some upsets, right? Because usually when you have it's a best of three series. It would favor the home team, right? Because and, and now listen, I know there's an advantage to some ballparks. Some ballparks are hitter friendly. Some ballparks are more pitcher friendly, right? And sometimes the teams tailor their rosters to that. So there is always an advantage there, depending where you play. But you take the crowd out of it now, and you take the the atmosphere. Because let's be honest, man. There's playoff crowds, Brent, and playoff atmospheres are a lot different for baseball than they are during the regular season. No doubt, it's night and day. It is absolutely night and day. And now you take that away. I think you take away that advantage. So that could give a team that's not accustomed to, you know, being the home team for two games in the series. doesn't really matter now. So I think you will see some upsets. Well, you said something that's really interesting, and I kind of big picture this. Like sometime on the show down the road or whatever, we'll say, hey, what did we take from the pandemic? 
and I think one of the things that I, I was thinking of this in the last uh, day or so is one of the things I'm going to take from the pandemic is we do need fans. Mm-hmm. Like I think Colin Morikawa hit unbelievable shots down the stretch because he really didn't get juiced up like you normally would with 50,000 people there at the PGA Championship. Mm-hmm. Now, he might have still pulled them off, but I think the feeling is so different. Did Green Bay win that game over New Orleans the other day yeah. because the Superdome is empty and not loud? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Did Mississippi State go into Baton Rouge because <laughs> Baton Rouge isn't all lit up, gassed up, liquored up yeah. <laughs> after celebrating a national championship and you don't have those folks with you? Good point. I think the NHL playoffs were weird to watch, especially the Stanley Cup Finals, where you can really feel everything heighten. So I noticed it there. And I think baseball, I'm going to really notice it. One of the cool things about baseball in the playoffs is you're right. It's a, it's totally different. It's so different. Every pitch you feel, that, especially if it's your team's in it. Like yep. my team wouldn't be in it anyway this year. Yeah. But if your team's in it, every pitch feels, it, it's like, oh, my gosh, this could be the moment. This could be the moment it changes. This could be the moment the game swings. This could be the moment we win or lose. Mm-hmm. You feel it in the postseason, and a lot of that's because the fans are into it yeah. more so than ever. So I I think we're going to feel that here. Uh, and I'll tell you where else I felt it. Last night's game. That place would have been on fire mm-hmm. for the Ravens-Chiefs. Oh, come on. And you think it would have helped the Ravens? I think absolutely it would have helped man. the Ravens. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. I, I just because of the enormity of that game, because of the enormity of Mahomes and Jackson, I think you would have felt that coming out of Baltimore all the way to Jacksonville, not just on your TV screen. Yeah, you know. So I, well, I think that that's one of the big things. We do need fans. Now you can play them without, mm-hmm. but it does change the landscape and the feel and the intensity and probably to a degree performance at and, times. And to prove, you know, to I guess further home your point here a little bit. With that crowd being non-existent in Baltimore, I mean, one of the very first things I said with the season is, like, I wonder how defenses are going to be able to, to respond at home, right? Because usually at home, I mean, the crowd's yelling, um, the quarterback can't, can't audible out as easy, you don't know the count, you can't hear the count, there's just so much energy going on. And if you're on defense, man, let's put our ears back and go. Like, that that energy helps that defense out um, more than you ever would ever know. So... The fact that we're not seeing a lot of defense being played right now, the fact that the offense seems to be succeeding, it's got to be the correlation. And maybe I'm not, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I think it's got to be the correlation with no crowd being at the games. All right, uh, let's do a quick, um, at least to this point, see how we did on our picks. I found them. Oh man, sixty game Major League yeah. Baseball season. We both picked in the AL East the Yankees to win. Yeah, wrong, wrong. Tampa won. Yeah. AL Central. I picked the Indians. You picked the Twins. You mm-hmm. were right. You bet. Rocco Bodelli. Hey, hey, you know, I can't go against my guy, Rocco Bodelli, bro. <laughs> I talk about him all the time on this show. Back to back, his first two yeah. years as a major league manager, he wins the AL Central. Yep. And a competitive Central, too, with the Indians in Chicago. AL West, oof. I picked the Angels. They didn't even make the playoffs. You picked Oakland. I you picked Oakland, three. man. Yeah, I'll take that. White wild card. Oh, wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. Remember, because we picked one wild. Yeah, so this is where it kind of. Yeah, we screwed this up. Because well, we didn't take into account the extra playoff spots. At so the we just time when one. we did it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we uh, still go with it. Well, yeah, we still yeah. can go with it. But, uh, well, actually, we picked two wild cards because that normally was what gets in. Correct. So you, I picked White Sox and Astros, so I got both, both in. Both in. You got the Rays and the Twins. You got both in. Both in. All right. In the National League, who the heck picked the Nats? You picked the Nats. Picked the Nats. Uh, you hate to see it. <laughs> you hate to see it. Because I knew I picked Atlanta. Yeah. Um, so... And then the Central, you picked the Cubs. I did. Reluctantly. I know. I picked the Reds. Yeah. So you win. I win. 
Uh, oh, yeah, the, the whole Reds conversation. Yeah, yeah. I think, why the Reds great until they got to be great. And in the you. West, uh, we both picked the Dodgers because yeah. you had to, and, and that was easy enough. So here's what's interesting. Uh, you had the Phillies and Reds making the playoffs. Phillies just got bounced on the, like, the last day, I think, right? Yeah. And I had the Phillies and Cardinals. Yeah. Wait, I had the Brewers in there, man. Someplace. I had the Brewers going to the pennant. No, you didn't. I definitely did. We'll have to go back. I what, I would pick the Cubs over the Brewers. What am I? On CBD times 100? You can check, but July 24th is the show. Okay, I'll check. There's no way I did not pick the Brewers. Because I had the Brewers uh, facing the Dodgers in, in the, the pennant. And then I had the other side. It was... Uh, who did I have? I don't oh, know. You're I on a f- lot of different radio shows sometimes. Maybe you went on somewhere else. All right, it. man. I can't wait to listen to this. There's no way ah, I picked the Cubs. You sure that wasn't Brewers. on the Bold City pod the, the, or, or no, something? No, it might have been, man. might have been in the, the UK podcast. No, I guarantee I took the Brewers. But anyways, please keep going. Well, I have you more right now. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it, we have the Rays versus the Braves, to, and Atlanta wins the World Series. That's me. Yeah. And who would I have? I got a chance there. Who would I have? You had Dodgers and Twins. Yeah. You got a chance. I did, yeah. Uh, we ended up also picking, like, um, MVPs. Oh, yeah. No Mike doubt. Trout and Acuna. Mm-hmm. And you, no, no, you picked Trout and Acuna. And I picked Baez and Lindor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cy Young's Garrett Cole and Walker Bueller, you picked. And I picked Clevenger and Nola. I was on a roll from Clevenger until he went out and had to go party a little bit. <laughs> Um, so See, anyway. I was picking guys that had good immune systems. That's what I'm trying to <laughs> I focus on that. Yeah, but. we should have gone back after like the eight. Te- but how are you going to pick eight teams know, in man. the playoffs, right? So we could have picked three more yeah. wild card teams. Bottom line, though, is you did better. AL Central, you got right. AL West, you got right. I didn't get that in AL Central. I'm telling you, I didn't pick the Cubs. So I think you did pick to- the Cubs. You didn't pick them to win. You how did pick I the not- Cubs to win. How did I not pick the Brewers? Like that's come on. I guarantee I brought up how Craig Council um, is going to push all the right buttons in a shortened season, and Christian Yelich coming back, Josh Hader, the best weapon in, in all baseball. I Listen, guarantee I, I hope picked you picked the, the Brewers because then you'd be wrong. Give me the date again, and I'll find it. July 24th. All right. Oh, we'll find it during a, a break here. So there's a very good chance I kept the records of this and we and screwed it up. Yep. That's why we don't keep the records That's where up. we're at. Yep. Overall, I think we did halfway decent. I'm not mad. But at I it. mean, you almost had to do really like I. You had to be miserable not to get a playoff team, and I picked the Angels, and they didn't make <laughs> preserve, it. Preserve, preserve. <laughs> well, we both picked the Phillies, so we yeah. screwed that up, and we picked you picked the Nats. Yeah, yeah. So we actually were miserable. Those, on a couple those of Nats, occasions. man, they're gonna get you every single time. I mean, you you could be like under 500 and make the playoffs here easy. Yeah. And uh, but you know what? The, the the whole are the Reds in the the Reds are in the playoffs. Yeah, they stay in there. They snuck in there. <laughs> they right. could be dangerous in there. Yeah. That's what's uh, interesting. Like the Yankees, go. right? The there Yankees could be dangerous. Yeah. The whole oh the Reds could be the team of the beat in the in the NL Central. I mean, they got the hitting. They got well, you know what? I squeaked by. I actually thought the Reds. I thought they might be a shade overrated. Mm-hmm. Um, going into the into the season, had them winning the division though. It, yeah, that's why I kind of wonder. That's why I wonder if you had the Reds winning or if I did. I did not have the Reds winning. I I remember. I distinctly remember saying after Lizzo, "Why the Reds great until they got to be great." Next, I remember next that. Next time when I do this, I probably should put next to each each hey, pick Brent or Austin. So what, what do we learn about this? Let Coos do this from now on, because obviously you can't handle it. Oh, you he, think he did it bad? Just don't no, put it I would do the it Cubs. way worse. The thing about that I got wrong about the Reds, I was like, you know, I think they're gonna be pretty good. I like their lineup. I think they're okay. They're, they have some depth pitching, but yeah. I think I remember saying 
Bauer's not going to have as good a year as everybody says he is. I think he did say that. <laughs> He's yeah. going to win the Cy Young. <laughs> hey, has anybody taken more L's than Brett Martin right now saying Bauer's not going to have a good season? Saying the Miami Heat are the most overrated team in the bubble? We'll see you guys in the finals. I think I picked the Lightning to win the Stanley Cup There we finals. go. Now he's back. We did that one off air. Now he's back. <laughs> uh, hey, well, speaking of the finals, um, get ready for that. Yeah. Lakers. Is there any way the Heat can win this? Come on. Let's be real. How much does the NBA have to fix it? <laughs> for this to be close. It's a six-game series. It doesn't huh? even matter. Why is that? Because everybody want the NBA wants to see everybody yeah. kind of wants to see LeBron. That's true. I understand there's some LeBron haters, there's Laker haters. Yeah. But I would say not too many. The majority wanna, wants to see the Lakers win the NBA Finals. You know what? And I can't believe I'm saying, but I want to see it. I want to see more for Colby. Yeah, a little bit more on that coming up on ESPN 690. We have a segment to go. Uh, by the way, baseball scores: White Sox up four nothing now on the A's in the eighth. One one Houston Minnesota Toronto Tampa getting going, and then Yankees in Cleveland later tonight. Uh, there's like eight games tomorrow. So it should be a lot of fun the next couple of days if you do like baseball. We'll be back on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau. Well, listen, if we wanted to just bump WWE by like a half hour or a few minutes, we should have just rolled your your highlight tape. Austin Lane. Oh, and there it is. And now Brent's playing ball. Oh, son, Chapman throwing some high heat at me. Watch out for that suspension, Brent. Real quick, though. <laughs> Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. A really good team. That's it. A really good team. Uh, not going to say that uh are better than anybody else, but I just don't think that we're underdogs. I don't. So what that nobody picked us to be here? That's okay. Pretty sure nobody's picking us to win either. That's okay. Um, but we understand that. We embrace that. Because at the end of the day, we truly don't care. We're just going to go out here and compete, play together like we always have, and um, see where we end up. But at the end of the day, we're going to do this our way, Miami way, and um, that way it's worked for us all year long. I thought I knew who it was, but now I'm not quite. Is it Jacksonville Jaguar? No. Chris Conley. Dang it. Is it? No. Oh, it's way off. Basketball. Jimmy Butler. Allen Robinson? I don't... Jimmy Butler. Oh, okay. My gosh, I'm two for two. That's insane. Well, Kinsey Coos told you probably in the headset. He did not okay. tell me anything. By the way, real quick before we get into basketball talk, what do you have against Trevor Bauer? <laughs> you laid into him. Did I? Yeah, during our, yeah. I kind of like him, He's actually. got a big mouth, apparently. He does have a big mouth. Okay. He would say that. Okay, okay. So, anyway, you picked the Brewers. I wrote it yeah, down you wrote wrong. down wrong. <laughs> but I picked the Cubs. Yeah. So, I did. got it right. Yeah, so you won that one. There's so much gold in there, though, because there's one point we were talking about saying, hey, who did pick last time last year? We are like, I don't know. And you're like, oh, I probably screwed up anyways writing it down. It's not a big deal. So, like, we are going to go back to last year's picks, and you're like, I probably screwed it up. Don't worry about it. And uh, didn't even make it three months. Yeah. <laughs> This was a short season. So that is, I didn't think you won the picks then, right? You got more picks right than I did? I mean, I don't, depending on how you want to look yeah. at it. I don't Whatever. Know. Hey, you know what? We both had fun. A- after all, let's just part. see who, if anybody gets the winners of yeah, the World the Series. World Series, I like Because this wasn't, this was more fun picks. This wasn't like a true bet. Now, true. I did win the judge versus Stanton. <laughs> with with was, how many? How yeah. many did judge have at the end of the season? Uh, that's a good question. How many did he finish with? I think I won it. I don't know. I haven't checked the home run race in a long time. Here we go. Luke Voigt, by the way, we should have picked him. The ah, Yankee 22. The old Voiter, as they call him. For Luke Voigt to get 22 home runs in a 60-game season. 
Yeah. That's incredible. So Aaron Judge had nine home runs. Stanton had what? Five? Well, Six? Let me ask you this question. Do you feel good with nine home runs? Do you, do you feel good with that? <laughs> do, you feel, do you feel like you won with nine home as runs? As long as it's greater than eight, seven, six, five, four, right, three, two, or one right, for Stanton. On. Please hold. Oh, that's a mean looking picture, too. Uh, did Stanton even play this at four home runs? Four. Four. <laughs> four. <laughs> a landslide victory. How about Judge. Stanton, though? Like, Stanton, they're paying him some crazy amount of money. Oh, I know. And so you're going to go back in Stanton's career, right, and say you don't know, like, there's an asterisk with the pandemic. Be like, my gosh, they paid him $35 million to hit four home runs. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, keep it on now, okay? So he improved off last season's numbers. He had four this year. He had three last year. Three. So he missed that much time last year. Uh, missed the whole season, basically. Only playing 18 games last season, playing 23 games this season. So they – and again, I, the pay scale this year I think is off because I, they didn't get their entire salary. Okay. But think about how much they've paid Stanton the last two years. And he's hit seven home runs. So that's, that's a, that's the a lot year of money prior, he hit run. what, like 55 or something? The year prior, he was an MVP, and he hit, uh, one second please, 38. Is that it? He was an MVP? He might have. Uh, there it says MVP. Does it say a number next to MVP? 19. Uh, so he's 19th in the MVP oh, voting. Oh, oh. Like, I care about who's 19th in the MVP voting. I'm so, pretty sure that's what yeah, that means. He must have nailed that then. But then 2017, uh, he had 59 home runs. 59. And it says MVP one. So he did win the MVP in 17. 17. Okay. Yeah. So he had 59 home runs. Yeah. So he's had four years with the Yankees? Is that it? Or does it go back a year prior to that? Uh, he won the MVP with the Marlins. Oh, that was a Marlins season. Marlins he had 59. season. Yeah, and then he must have got paid, right? No, with no, he had already gotten paid by the Marlins. Oh, And they okay. traded the contract. Yeah, so 17 was Marlins and 18, 19, 20 have been the Yankees. Okay. So really, the Yankees, the Yankees in three years, whatever they've paid him, which is some astronomical number, yeah. have received 45 home runs. 41. 38 uh, plus uh, 3 plus 4. No, I'm sorry. 34 plus 3 plus 7. I'm, I'm tripping. All right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry. 45 home runs you for got it. a gazillion dollars. Yep. And a lot of strikeouts. And a lot... Uh, yeah, you don't want to see those numbers. Houston, by the, the way, beat Minnesota, uh, is beating Minnesota now 2-1. to one. Bases are loaded still in the top of the ninth. Who's pitching for Houston today? You mean Minnesota? No, I'm saying who's pitching for Houston. Uh, I don't Verlander's know out. Yeah, I mean, Verlander's who, who, out. Who started left? the game? It was Granky. Ah, uh, Zach Granky. You know, it went four innings, too. It's interesting. Mm. Uh, Valdez has gone four innings. Kenny Maeda started for uh, the Twins, and they've had a bunch of... Uh, Brewers, Dodgers, you like it tomorrow? Hey. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I call them playing the pennant. Might as well just play right now and get it out of the way. <laughs> what? Well, listen, if, if you're the Brewers, this is the best time to get the Dodgers. You better believe you it. you got to win two games. Yep. Yeah. You're just going to win a series. Like, I mean, a real series. That's like yeah. a baseball series. Yeah, I'm excited. That's why you're going to see a lot. That's why you have a chance to see a lot of upsets. Correct. Like, I don't know how much Houston over Minnesota would be an upset, but it really puts a lot of stress. Like, the White Sox are beating Oakland. Yeah. Well, Oakland, that's a significant upset. Correct. I, I know well, the White Sox have been a good team, but Oakland this year has been really good, and it feels like they're one of the favorites. That, to me, has a significant feel of an upset, and now the pressure is all on the A's yep. because you got to go win two in a row. I mean, you play a little tight, and one of the, it's over. Mm-hmm. So uh, you just got to get hot for two days. I know, The man. Brewers. Cool. I know. It's a beautiful thing about baseball, man. The Dodgers' bats go cold for a couple of days, and it's yep. lights out for them. For sure. That could happen. Yep. Which I don't know if I love that. See, that's why I don't know because you don't. You don't think the best teams are going to go to the well, possibly not, go to the I, World I, Series. I love Cinderella in, in all the brackets in sports. I don't mind that uh, at all. Yeah, I just don't know if 
everybody likes that. I think the most people like to see the better teams, and I don't know if Major League Baseball will like that. So if we get a lot of upsets, it could actually deter from having more seasons like this, yeah. because if you're not putting the teams that are really the better teams, and they get bounced out early just because they lost a three-game series, Sure. well, let me ask you this. Last year, World Series, was it good at the Nationals won, or was it bad for baseball? Uh, I didn't. Because they're a Cinderella story. Yeah, I didn't take it as bad. Okay. Yeah, I didn't take it as bad. Now, they beat the Dodgers were in it. Yeah. So. But they also crushed them. But don't kid yourself. The Major League Baseball would rather have the Yankees and Dodgers. Sure. And they didn't get that. Mm-hmm. But that no doubt they would rather have Yankees-Dodgers. Okay. No, so they uh, Nationals couldn't have played the Dodgers. Nationals beat the Dodgers in the in the NLCS. Oh, you're right. Then who did the Nationals uh, beat? Houston. Hello, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't so know. They, they, they but, crushed the Dodgers. So, so the they beat Houston. Yeah, but you would rather have said, uh, no doubt, Major League Baseball would have signed up for Yankees Dodgers instead. I guess sure. that's my point. That's Correct. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but I don't care about that. Like, I, I don't care what the ratings look like. I don't care if everybody's into well, it. I like to see good. That was a fun series to watch. I like. I like seeing the Nationals. I'm just talking about just the game of baseball, though, because obviously they're not a, they're not a, a household team, the Nationals. I mean, I, I just don't know if that affected rating. I don't, I don't know what the ratings were. Oh, absolutely, it would affect. Yeah, yeah. I okay. mean, but Washington's a big place, but I do think I don't have the numbers in front of me. But my guess is a Houston Washington World Series w- generated a far less audience yeah. than. No doubt a Dodgers-Yankees World Series would have done. Last question, we can move on. What generated less Listen, I can sport? talk baseball all day, okay. so if yeah, you want to keep I, I, talking. Hey, man, I like it. I, I like this kind of Brett Martin. Um, what generated less in terms of the fans of their sports um, and in terms of hype? The Raptors winning the championship or the Nationals winning the championship? Ooh, uh, I Now, I think clearly the Raptors was less, less hype. hype. Yeah. Canada. They're from Canada. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, right? I know you're going there. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. hey. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's I would, not hockey. Yeah, I, hear I don't know if I say that with conviction or hope. Sure. That I would hope a team from the United States, uh, Washington Nationals, with all this. And the capital, the nation's capital. Yeah, yeah. I would hope that that did a little bit better from a fanfare standpoint. Mm-hmm. Because here's the other part of that. Most people couldn't name four or five Toronto Raptors. Sure. And the guy that you can name mm-hmm. is Kawhi Leonard, yeah. and he's boring as heck. Yeah, He's the most boring superstar there is in sports, mm-hmm. right? I mean, probably hands down. Yeah. So, now that being said, I mean, but like the Nationals, they, Strasburg, and see, Rendon's a good story, but could they name him? You know, they don't have Bryce Harper. Yeah. I mean, Soto's a great story and a, a cool player, and, a, and he's coming out it. party for Soto. But so, uh, I mean, I guess now that I'm talking out loud, you could maybe make the similar case for the Nationals as you could for Toronto. Yeah. And there's probably a lot more fanfare for the NBA than Major League Baseball across the globe. Sure. So I don't know if I'm right on that. Yeah. I think you can make cases for either side. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a kind of buzzkill kind of winners right <laughs> sure. i mean seriously yeah. I, I, I guess get, it's a buzzkill kind of question i'm like let's ask the question man what do you want from me? No, but if you think about the champions now in sports the chiefs are a cool champ cool champ because of mahomes andy reed absolutely yeah cool champ and i think the NBA, nfl is so big that it almost doesn't matter who wins no i don't think so like could you have a bad loser i mean a bad winner 
in in the NFL. No, because either like way, like Seattle was winning, that they became cool, even though nobody yeah. knew they existed for yeah. Twenty and years. And listen, when the Eagles won and they beat the mighty Patriots, like everyone, I mean, the, the Eagles are a story. story. Philly's a big market. Yeah, but I'm just saying that they're the ultimate underdog, right? Like, I mean, they they're kind of like the Nationals in terms of you had to win the wild card, all that stuff, and you won the whole thing. Like people celebrate the underdog like that. Yeah, I, do, I do agree. Do people celebrate the underdog as much with the Nationals being the Astros? Probably not. No, I think the NFL's a little bulletproof on this. Yeah. Uh, but Kansas City is not the biggest market. I mean, that's like market. I think uh, like it's a, it's not even in the top twenty-five. Mm-hmm. So from a eyeball standpoint, but Mahomes is now the biggest thing. So it's almost like their market has grown. Of course, right? Because yeah. everybody's got a Mahomes jersey, and it doesn't matter. Kind of Seattle did that too, but I think it's more because the NFL is so bulletproof on this. I think if Jacksonville were to win the Super Bowl, their marketability would go so crazy because of Minshew say, sure. right? And so he'd be. It, it wouldn't matter. Sure, it wasn't the Giants winning. It wasn't the Cowboys winning, but it still wouldn't matter. Yeah. A lot of people would be watching. It's the Super Bowl. You don't mm. feel it. Your point about Toronto is a good one. I think your point about the Nationals is a pretty good one, too. And so that's basketball. That's baseball. Hockey. Hockey's kind of off the road mind is, anyway. Yeah. I mean, Blues winning last year, though, was cool because the story. The story right, was fantastic. The Gloria, the song. And St. Louis yeah, a, a great hockey town. For. Yeah, and just keep in mind where they were. They are in last place towards like the, the All-Star break, halfway through the season. Listen, the stories of last year were incredible. Correct. The Nationals winning, the yeah. Toronto Raptors winning, the Blues winning, and the Chiefs winning. Yeah. It, the stories were incredible. Mm-hmm. But you got to ask, would the commissioner rally, ra- rather have mm-hmm. the Chicago Blackhawks the New York Yankees or Dodgers and the Lakers or Celtics winning in, in the trophy. Um, They would never admit it, but I think the answer would be probably yes. Of course. Money. It's an interesting topic. Yeah. It's quite the conundrum for you there, huh? Well, it is. It's because I don't care about that stuff, but I'm trying to think about what people do care about. Like people like dynasties. I don't, Mm. I'm not a dynasty fan. Like Mm. I'd rather, I like seeing other people win. Yeah, uh, and but you need the dynasty to cheer against sometimes, though, too. Well, you need that, right? Mm-hmm. You need a little, like the Patriots are fun to cheer against. Mm-hmm. That's Yankees fine fun if somebody beats them. I just yeah. don't want them to win again. Sure. Uh, yeah, the Yankees are a good team to cheer against. So I don't even think the Dodgers are that way. They've gone so long without really winning. Because you feel kind of bad because they haven't won. Yeah, and they're a pretty likable team, right? They got kind of young guys, and uh, for me, even like Dave Roberts is a you know he's a likable guy. Yeah. So. Baseball doesn't feel that way to me. And, and even this year, like we were just saying it. In fact, we, we haven't got to it, but let's end with it because it's, it, it yeah. plays well into the segment. Yeah. I hated the Lakers growing up. Mm-hmm. Like it's Red Sox, Yankees. Yeah. It's Celtics, Lakers. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I didn't feel that if I'm being honest with myself, I didn't feel that way about like the Bruins. But at the time it was like Montreal. Yeah. Right. You didn't like them. And so I don't like the Yank- the Lakers. I don't like, know. I don't like him either. I, I'm not a fan of the Lakers at all. I didn't like seeing him win. Quite frankly, when Kobe Bryant was winning, I didn't like seeing him when Shaq was winning. Uh, I didn't like seeing him when Magic Johnson was winning. I and, didn't like. It. And I'm in the exact same boat. Now I wasn't around for Magic Johnson. I've told the story a little bit before, but I was, I was, because back when I was a kid, it was either Kobe Bryant or it was Allen Iverson. And you couldn't have it both ways. It was like Apple versus Samsung. And I, and I was an, I was an Allen Iverson guy. To, to, to uh, echo Kuz's 76ers fan, I'm like, Allen Iverson, to me, he was the blue-collar guy. He was the underdog. He was a short guy that made it work. And obviously his style with all the tattoos, like, to me, he was just, a, he was kind of like a different type of player. He was like Dennis Rodman in terms of the outlier, but he was the skills of like an MVP. Kobe Bryant was more smooth, flash, finesse, and I was more of the Allen Iverson type. So I, I couldn't stand the Lakers either. 
Yeah, uh, now I'm kind of rooting for him. Me too. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, the older I got, the more respect I got for Kobe Bryant. But I, and that's where I, it came from for me. I, I, I'm just, I can't lie on this part. I, I think it's awful, uh, Kobe Bryant. And I actually have I, I in, I've seen the stories of Kobe Bryant and learned so much more about Kobe Bryant and become so much bigger of a fan of Kobe Bryant, yeah. unfortunately, since his passing. Yeah. But while he was playing, I wasn't like this uber Kobe Bryant fan. I'm just, I can't lie to you and say I was. I understand a whole generation is, yeah. which is really cool. And, and I've got more of an appreciation for that now. And so I do think for Kobe Bryant and his daughter and everybody who perished in that helicopter crash. Yeah. And that's how this year started. And to see the Lakers now have a chance to win. I'm a sucker for storylines, too. Yeah. And it's an unbelievable storyline. But I will say, I probably am more rooting for the Lakers in this sense because I'm a big LeBron fan sure. from a basketball standpoint. And even though he is wearing that jersey, yeah. I think he is one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. And I think this helps his legacy. I think he has to win this title. So I understand there's a lot of Le- uh, Kobe tied to this. Yeah. But I think for me personally, I would say... I'm more on the LeBron train yeah. of this, and his legacy is why I want the Lakers. Listen, to and I was a LeBron James fan growing up as a kid. I still am. I had three of his jerseys as a kid, but like to me, this is for Kobe. And I did the complete 180 on Kobe Bryant. When I was a kid growing up, I didn't like Kobe Bryant at all because all I saw was the guy on the court that wouldn't pass. That was all the ultimate scorer, the ultimate shooter. The more I learned, and obviously, unfortunately, when he passed away, the more people spoke about him. And when I saw the behind the scenes of what Kobe, what made Kobe Bryant so great. That's why I found a newfound respect for him. Yeah. So I want to see them win it for him. Yeah, and, and the whole combination of everything given this year, it would be something. It would be something be cool. to see in sports uh, for the Lakers uh, to win it. We'll see if they can get it done. Game uh, Seven game set against the Miami Heat. That's going to do it tonight. Hey, don't forget to go vote for our Athlete of the Week, ESPN690.com. Of course, we'll reveal the winner of that on the Blitz Scoreboard Show. I uh, do want to apologize to Jax Dan, who's listening to the show, loves the Nationals. No disrespect about the Nationals winning the World Series. I enjoyed it. And sorry that, well, you had a miserable year this year, but it was worth the World Series type, Jackson. I picked you guys to win this year, Jackson. You let me down. And I look foolish now. I don't remember who picked what. Anymore. I don't know. Hey, who knows? I, I, I picked the Cubs, though, and that's, that much remains to be said. We'll see you on TV tonight, CBS 47, Fox 30 Live, local loud, coming up right after this, I believe, uh, on ESPN 690.